start this episode by talking about something that happened to me yesterday. So, yesterday, so I'm currently in Jamaica, and yesterday my mom's friend came and brought us to the beach. It was a bunch of us. We all packed up in his van and drove there. We spent the day, um, we ate, we chilled, whatever. And um, I took some pictures and I was looking at how big my smile was and how happy I looked and how beautiful the scenery around and behind me in the pictures was. So got home and I took a shower washed off the salt water washed my hair whatever and I laid in bed and just started to cry and I couldn't stop crying and I opened my journal and I just started writing and I kept writing the words please 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 I'm so overwhelmed I just need a break I'm ready to be happy and that was just the sentiment of the entry I just over and over kept begging spirit I kept begging the divine to just release me from what I feel like is a prison in some sense (sighs) that sounds really morbid I'm sorry um Let me rephrase that. I Sometimes things just aren't great. And you think that going away... I'm not saying that I'm trying to run away from my problems. And I'm not saying that this trip was... um, The goal of this trip was to try to run away from whatever I was facing at home. But um, I realized that... Even when you're miles away from home, you still have to take yourself with you. You still have to take all of your pain with you. You can't just leave your home and then believe that that is what a first start looks like. And it really baffled me because before I wasn't really feeling or focusing on any particularly sad thing I hadn't been feeling uh specifically depressed or anything recently I just it it was just it was just one of those um one of those breakdowns and my mom actually walked in on me crying and I had my airpods in my music was playing and I was writing and as I was writing there were tears streaming down my face and she just looked at me and I looked at her and she was like why are you crying and I was like I'm not crying and she was like yes you are why are you crying and I was like there's no reason I'm just crying and then we had a whole conversation but with her looking at me her experiencing that moment of vulnerability I began to feel ashamed I began to feel that my feelings were wrong that I should be happy because I am on a trip and 
I should be so glad that I get to see my family and I get to do all of these things and so many people would be um, so happy to be able to um, go go to where their ancestors are from, go to where their parents are from, go to um, where they were born and to see how different things are and how people look at you and like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in blah, blah, blah years and whatever. And my mom kind of confirmed that because she said, you brought your problems here with you, whatever, 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 whatever. And now that I'm thinking about it, I, as I, as I just said, I, I felt like my feelings were wrong. I felt like there's something within me that was wrong because why am I sad? And I started to think about guilt and shame and, and how those things cloud our judgment and cloud the way that we are able to see ourselves. So before I dive into those, we are going to um, separate and define the two because they're normally used interchangeably, but they are two different things. Shame is the feeling that you are wrong, that there's something wrong with you, that you are just destined to be wrong. Guilt is what you feel when you have done something wrong. So for me, I was feeling ashamed because I felt as though, why can't I be happy? Everybody is expecting me to be happy. I was happy literally less than an hour ago. So why can't I still feel that happiness right now? And I struggle with shame, as I'm sure a lot of people do. And the thing about shame is that when it is instilled within us, because it is instilled within us, when it is instilled within us, it begins with very small things. So maybe... As a child, you're told that you, um, or whatever, you fill in the blank, whatever someone has said to you that has made you feel a certain way bad about yourself. Let's say somebody says to you, oh, you're fat, um, and fat is not, um, and I don't see it as a negative word at all. It is simply a word just like skinny is a descriptor, fat. It doesn't really matter. Um, But people normally use it in a negative connotation. And if a child is told, oh, you are fat, then that child internalizes that and is like, oh, there's something wrong with my body because someone is pointing it out. I can even use an example from my trip right now. Um, I, um, I would say that I'm midsize. I don't necessarily pay attention to my weight or the size of my body 
but my body is my body and it supports my organs and it keeps me alive and it is my tie to this physical world so I have to be grateful for it whatever it looks like and everybody that I have seen that has not seen me in years the first thing that they say to me is oh my god you're so skinny you've lost so much weight why don't you eat blah 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 and to me it's very jarring because why is it that my body is the topic of conversation you haven't even asked me how I am and you're already pointing out the fact that quote unquote I need to eat more and it's very common I know a lot of women or um, femme presenting people that exist within um black and brown communities i know that it's not only um communities of color that this happens but specifically in um i see it very very rampant in the communities that i am a part of because i can only speak from my own perspective um i see it a lot where it's either oh you're too fat you're too skinny you're blah 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 and people find it necessary to point out things like that you begin to internalize that you begin to say oh well my body is wrong or my this is wrong or my that is wrong whatever your situation may be and i realize that those are the little seeds that are planted that begin to build shame within us and even Let's move away from people saying things about you. Sometimes things happen to you and you begin to believe that even the universe is against you. Let's say that you've gone through something really traumatic, a traumatic event, a traumatic childhood, whatever the case may be, but there's trauma and you begin to believe, oh, well, I don't deserve anything good because I am a bad person because these kinds of things only happen to bad people. And I've even felt that way in my worst moments. I've looked at shitty things that have happened to me and shitty things that people have done to me. And I look at it and I'm like, well, shit, this must be punishment. There must be something wrong with me. But course i'm here to say that there is nothing wrong with you you are perfect and sometimes things happen to us um things that are terrible things that break us but i'm realizing for me at least i'm realizing that The universe is not trying to punish me and the universe is not trying to punish you either. The things that... Okay. So the way that I have seen it is that the universe gives us... The universe gives us choices as we always have choices. Um, You have the choice to either stay the same or the choice to change. And if you choose to 
remain the same, the same things are going to continue to happen to you. The same, you're going to be experiencing the same pain in different fonts. A lot of people talk about, oh my God, I'm in a relationship with someone. Every time we have a breakup, this person, let's say that someone has been in five relationships and four out of the five relationships they get cheated on and they're like oh my god I'm there must be something wrong with me why do I keep choosing the wrong people blah 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 and it's simple you keep looking for the same thing in different fonts you identify with the same and of course it's not conscious but we go to the evil that we know we go to what we are comfortable with and sometimes we are so scared of change i just talked about change on the last episode but we are so scared of change that we are willing to go through the pain that we already understand because we're scared that the pain that is beyond those four walls is going to be more than we can handle but when you do choose the universe is giving you a choice it's either stay the same or change as i just said but change is always for the better even if you can't see it because let's say that the fifth relationship that this person is in where there is no cheating um the person had to work on they had to work on their own independence they had to see where they stood and they had to see the bullshit that they were putting up with in those four relationships and now maybe relationship five really looks like 4.5 4.6 4.7 4.8 right up to five because in between getting to the destination of a happy relationship they had to probably go through okay i'm done with these cheaters i'm going to start holding these people accountable and then they get into something and they say okay i'm done with this bullshit and they turn around because that comfort they feel the same way they felt in the first four and then they're like fuck this isn't working they move on again and then they say i'm done with this shit and they turn around again and then the cycle continues until they really decide and they stick by their decision and that's when the universe swoops in when you decide that it's time for you to evolve when you decide that it's time for you to stop putting up with whatever shit you've been putting up with that's when the change occurs and the thing about change is that sometimes you may believe that you're ready. You're like, oh, I'm so ready to be happy. And of course, everybody wants to be happy. But happy may look like you having to be disciplined. Happiness may look like you having to say no. Happiness may look like putting up boundaries. 
happiness may look like being alone for a while. Like there are so many things that the universe does for us. There are so many I just talked about endings and new beginnings. All of our endings are new beginnings. Every single grave is an opportunity for new life to sprout. And that's something that I'm truly realizing and trying to fully understand right now. And another thing I've realized about shame is that it grows when we hide it. When we hide from our vulnerability and we hide from the reality of our situations and we try our best to appear okay to other people or appear um, good, acceptable, whatever the word you want to use to other people, you are you are fueling your shame because a lot of the times things happen to us let's say um in our in our scenario where someone has been cheated on four out of five of their relationships that may be um something that they're very ashamed of and they don't want to talk about it because they don't want anybody else to add to that shame but Maybe that person goes and they may post something random about cheating or they may um, mention it very like flippantly to a friend and it becomes a conversation and they realize that they're not actually alone. Like they're isolating themselves and they're living in this house of shame when they can simply step out and say yes these things have happened to me but these things do not define me i have gone through hell but that doesn't define me um i was listening to another podcast the other day and they were saying that when somebody asks you about yourself you should try you should try to um describe yourself in this moment do not focus on the past focus on yourself in the moment so for example um i can say if i'm using that technique i could say okay i'm adriana i am recording an episode of my podcast i'm currently sitting outside I'm looking at this beautiful mountain view. It's foggy. There's a dog in front of me. I can go on and on about just observing my surroundings or observing even my inner state. I'm currently on my spiritual journey. I am currently searching for more spiritual, um, I don't know what the word is, spiritual fuel, whatever you want to call it. If you use that kind of terminology to describe yourself when somebody asks you about yourself, you'll realize that in this moment, you are okay. Not once did I say, I went through a depression. Not once did I say, I am depressed. Not once did I say, blah, blah, blah. 
about myself. I simply pointed out what is currently in front of me. Because even though those things are a part of your story already, they should be a part of your learning journey. Because when you realize that there is change coming in, once you realize that, okay, I have to change, you are learning lessons. And once you learn your lesson and you apply it to your life, that's when the change starts. And when the change, obviously, I'm going to stop myself and say, obviously, um, a lot of things aren't easy to break cycles. I know from experience that some things really do take everything out of you and sometimes you are sad and sometimes you are ashamed of your sadness. Sometimes you feel like, oh my God, just like I said before, oh my God, why am I still sad? Why? There is nothing currently in front of me to be sad about. And um, you aren't going to ignore your feelings you observe your feelings and you see where you're at in your healing journey but we try our best not to dwell on those feelings i'm not going to say push them aside and pretend to be okay but allow them to run their course never hold on to those feelings for too long approach what needs to be approached whatever comes up you address it and you say oh thank you my body thank you universe for putting this into my spirit right now address the pain cry um journal uh voice notes are very good start recording a voice note and just scream you want to cry you cry you let it all out you don't even have to record it sit somewhere where you are all alone stand somewhere go for a run push all that energy out of you and leave that energy there when you walk out do something for yourself so you express the energy you push out you allow the energy to pass and then you do something to reward yourself for going through that small part of your healing journey because you may you may say oh that's not even a part of a healing journey i'm just having a breakdown and then i'm going to um get myself ice cream that's not healing journey well i just wanted to remind you that healing is nonlinear. i say that all the time but just because you cannot see movement does not mean that there isn't movement your healing journey can look many different ways sometimes you can be doing great me doing great for a year and then all of a sudden you break down or you could be doing shitty for five days and you wake up and you are so happy and you feel amazing it doesn't matter what it looks like you just have to continue going forward you make a decision and you keep going forward with that decision 
and it may look like bumps in the road and you may be hyper aware of all of the things that are going on but even with let's look at a plant um you plant a flower let's say you plant a sunflower those are my favorite favorite flowers you plant a sunflower and um you look at the dirt every day and you stare at the plot and you're like oh sunflower you're so shitty and useless you're not even growing blah 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 and then a little a little um shoot comes up um and you're like oh sunflower you're kind of growing but i need you to grow faster like why aren't you speeding up actually i don't even know how i'm pretty sure you plant sunflower seeds yeah because they have seeds in them yeah okay okay yeah great great analogy good job me (laughs) anyway um so the flower is growing and every day you come and you water it and you're like oh i'm so tired of seeing this um this little shoot every day i need it to grow bigger but then you have to leave to go somewhere for a week and it rains your flowers getting watered it's sunny everything's great and you come back after that week and you see that your shoot has grown a little bit more you're like oh my god my shoot is so big i'm so proud of you and then after you come home after that week you're watching the flower again and you're like oh you stupid flower why aren't you growing and then next time you have to leave for another week and then now your sunflower is really tall and but there's there's no um there's no petals on it yet and you're like oh my god okay now it's tall but i need like you're pushing the 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 growing process and you're not allowing it to organically bloom and blossom and you're not showering that flower with love you're simply trying you're simply trying to force it to be in the stage that it's not actually i have a better example um i have locks and i did them in january so it hasn't even been a year yet but i love my locks and i love to watch them grow i love the journey of the growth i love to spray them every day i love to look at my hair i feel like i'm watering myself i feel like a plant it's lovely but every time people see me they go your locks are gonna be so pretty when they're long and i always stop them and i say no 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 this is the point of the journey that i am in because seven months ago my locks looked a lot different than what they look like now and seven months from now they're gonna look a lot different than they do now and i'm realizing that people don't appreciate the journey of growth we're always rushing to be somewhere we're not we're always rushing to be at the blooming stage we're always rushing to be at the most beautiful part of the journey when you have to go through the darkness that's what i said when i first got my locks i was like i have to go through the budding stage or quote unquote the ugly stage in order to get to the long flowing um stage and now i look at my hair and i feel so in love sometimes i want to 
um just do braids or do something else but i look at my hair and i'm like oh wow it's been seven months and you guys are beautiful thank you for being so beautiful thank you for growing and even even when we went to the beach yesterday this other man um there's a lot of lock solidarity it doesn't matter what stage you're in if somebody with lock sees you it's like a moment of respect like yeah you're on this journey too even if this person has been on the journey for 10 years and you're only on it for a month there's a there's a respect and um they'll be like oh hey queen hey this hey that and it's like a moment of you respect my journey i respect your journey i understand and acknowledge that you are growing and you are never going to stop growing your hair is beautiful right now because that person who's been on their lock journey for 10 years this man yesterday he i feel i'm looking at him i think maybe he's had his locks for maybe five years and he was like I like you. I like your hair. Like you look really nice. And those compliments always mean a lot to me because there's a recognition of um of the journey. There's a recognition that the growth takes time and in time all will be as it is, but right now we need to accept what is right now. Um, I got completely off track, but um, nothing is off track. Um, Everything is connected. Everything is relevant. But um, yeah, with shame, we need to acknowledge that these stories that we tell ourselves are not us. These stories that we fill our heads with, these negative narratives that we have come to hold so tightly to us we need to let them go and letting them go may mean opening up may mean opening up to somebody and saying yeah when i was 10 i was called ugly and now 10 years later i still believe that i'm ugly and someone will say to you you're not ugly you are not ugly you are the most beautiful person in the world and you may not believe it at that moment but that person has already put a little they've already cut a little bit out of your narrative and slowly but surely once you start to talk about it and once you realize maybe i'm making things up or maybe i have subscribed to this knowledge too much for so long that i now believe that it is real and it's not real and with guilt it's the same thing we need to recognize that things happen and sometimes we're gonna make mistakes but your mistakes do not define you you need to remember and understand that even though you may feel guilty there is somebody out there that is going to be able to resonate with your experience and that's going to be able to 
probably help you to feel more confident and to start your healing journey because like i said isolation just like it builds guilt it builds shame you live within that house for so long that you hold on to these things and they become your comforts and the first thing that we have to do is let it go and let it be and remember that we're all we're all on a healing journey and it's going to look different for everybody and as we're growing we need to release guilt and shame to be able to build the 2.0 versions of ourselves because 2022 and beyond is all about change and learning how to accept ourselves and also how to grow and how to learn how to love ourselves and I love you. Thank you for listening. That's all I have for you today. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.